0: Thursday, June 9th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for tonight, what we saw last night, what we'll see going forward. So settle in and we'll get you set up in about 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Foljam and Aaron Dolan with you on this Thursday. Looking back at what we saw in game three of the NBA Finals, looking ahead to pivotal game five in the NHL, uh, Eastern Conference Finals, of course, some MLB, and we'll dabble on the gridiron as it is futures week here on ESPN. Looking ahead to the 2022 NFL season. So, going to be a busy day on Daily Wager. We are on our normal time, by the way. I know we've been moving around. This week, Aaron, so make sure you show up at 6 Mm -hmm. p.m. Eastern, (laughs) 3 p.m. Pacific on ESPN2. Good morning, reminder. (laughs) Good morning, reminder. Uh, But Friday's show going to be on super, super early, uh, so be aware of that. Okay, let's start in the NBA, what we saw in Game 3, big win for the Celtics. Um, I, I think we both had our bets. Um, pretty much go the way that we thought they would in that game. I had Celtics minus the two and a half in the first half. They won that by 12. I think you were laying the three and a half with the Celtics. They went by 16. I think all your props hit. Uh, so we got game three, right? Uh, pretty much across the board based on what you saw. How are you expecting game four to play out?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was already looking at these lines last night, and nothing is like jumping out to me because yeah. the series is so zigzag, and you're worried about a blowout come the next game. I mean, it's just so back and forth between these two teams that it's just it's really hard even for player props because you just don't know if there's a the potential of a player sitting for a certain amount of time, things like that. The one thing that does stand out to me again, because i kind of talked about this before the series started, I really liked Jalen Brown to win MVP at ten to one. I've now seen it down on some books at plus three forty after last game. He's obviously playing tremendously. Obviously, Jason Tatum's going to be favored ahead of him just because he is a star on the team. But Jalen Brown odds are really, really coming down the board, so I think now is the time to grab it if you think the Celtics are going to win Game Four and Jalen Brown continues to, you know, have a higher average scoring nights than a player like Jason Tatum.
0: Yeah, I, I had two pre-flop bets. Um... It was Boston in six at plus three eighty and it was Warriors in seven at plus three twenty-five. And I think with Boston up two one, both of those are looking strong. I would lean to Boston winning in six as the higher probability because I just think it's mm-hmm. a better team. Um I'll mention Marcus Smart MVP futures are also alive as well. He had a big 24 point effort and his defense on Steph is starting to show. Um he, he has held Steph, you know, well under 40% uh, when guarding him, and especially if step is banged up and that. Knee or ankle issue is going to bother him the rest of the series. That may make life even easier for Marcus Smart. So, uh, yep. you looking at Jalen Brown, me looking at Marcus Smart. Uh, I think mm-hmm. those three three guys are all kind of live for Boston if they win the series. Tatum, Brown, yep. and Smart in the MVP market. But of course, we'll dive further into um, Game Four on tomorrow's podcast as the Celtics are favored by four. And I think the totals. Ticked up about a point or two from game three. I think it's sitting at about 2.14 and a half. Meanwhile, on the ice tonight, we have a pivotal game five of the Eastern Conference Finals. The series nodded yep. up at two apiece in this one uh, after the Lightning holds serve at home. We're back at Madison Square Garden tonight uh, for an eight Eastern puck drop, five Pacific. The Lightning are actually favored on the road now after mm-hmm. winning two straight. The Rangers are a slight home dog, total of five and a half, which remains steady throughout this um, Stanley cup finals, anything as far as side of total and maybe a prop that you're looking at in game five.
1: Yeah. I mean, bottom line, the Rangers are just so good at home. They've been eight game win streak in the playoffs so far at home and the lightning, they've really come alive. The last two games, Their head coach was actually talking about this. I saw on sports center this morning. Um, there was a clip of him saying that eventually you're going to need to win on the road. So I do kind of lean towards the lightning. I think they found their momentum and the Rangers are just going to slightly continue to, to decline from the way they've been playing at home. Obviously, it's a really rowdy crowd, but I'm looking at a player prop. Steven Stamkos plus 170 to score. He scored a goal in the past two games. He's had three in four games of the series. The Lightning are going to be on their A game. If anybody's going to score a goal, I do like Stamkos tonight plus 170.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at uh, the Lightning on the puck line. Um, It'd be Mm -hmm. great if Stamkos scores a couple because he's obviously a big part of their offense. Um, But Lightning winning by two goals, it's plus 205, and it's the price that has attracted me to this, uh, Aaron. Um, so Tampa has scored seven of the last eight goals in this series. They went into the third period of game three down two to one, and then they scored two goals, the game winner by Andre Palak, less than a minute to go to get on the board in the series. Then they come back in game four and notch a 4-1 victory over the Rangers. I think they've kind of found something. Whatever it was in between that second and third period of game three, uh, John Cooper and his staff have kind of found something that uh, that's, that's worked for this Lightning team. You make a great, great point about how good the Rangers have been at home. And obviously those two wins where they scored seven of the last eight goals in the mm-hmm. series came on their home ice. And now they're going to Madison Square Garden where the Rangers have been good and Shosturkin has basically been a brick wall. But the Lightning, to me, are still the better team. They are the two-time defending cup champs. And the fact that they found something at home, I think they're going to carry that momentum up to New York and, and, and keep that pressure on. It's mm-hmm. telling to me that the market has the lightning installed as the favorite on the road. They are the favorite. So they are expecting the market Tampa to have at least a one goal lead near the end of regulation. And so if that's the case, of course, if it's a one goal deficit for the Rangers in the third period, they're going to pour their goal, lead, put the extra attacker on the ice, to try and get that game time goal. That leaves the opportunity for the uh, lightning to find that empty netter to give them a two goal advantage when the final horn sounds. So getting a plus two Oh five price, attraction to what the market is directing us as the most likely mm-hmm. outcome for game five, but it cannot be stated enough. How good the Rangers have been at home and how good Shesterkin has been at home. So yeah. that's what we got for the, for the ice. I gonna I like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Let's move to the diamond here uh, real quick. A lot of day baseball. So mm-hmm. um, we can dabble in that, but the big kind of matchup tonight or the big storyline in baseball right now has been, the spiraling LA angels Um, they've lost 14 in a row meanwhile the Boston Red Sox who they're taking on are kind of hot right now on the road it's a pretty good pitching matchup Nick Pavetta versus Shohei Otani Mike Trout kind of day-to-day with an injury right now so Mm -hmm. we'll see if he's back in the lineup but things are going rough for the angels are you going to continue to fade Anaheim tonight
1: I am and the reason being is Otani can come back, obviously, to normal form here, but I don't think he's going to be able to. He in his career against Red Sox, two one record, two point eight one ERA. But I just think there's nothing that the Angels have shown me that I should back them, especially against money. So I'm going Red Sox money line.
0: Yeah, I have a correlated play, but it's just going to give me a better uh, price. I'm going to play starting pitcher Nick Pavetta to earn the win at plus one ninety. Um, uh, that means I like Boston, of course, to win the game. Pavetta. Has been awesome as of late. He's won each of his last five starts. And over the course of his last six starts, covering 41 innings, he's allowed just six earned runs, Aaron. That's a 1.32 ERA. So Pavetta is pitching lights out over the past month, month and a half. The Angels are obviously riding a 14-game losing streak. Mm -hmm. I know Otani is good, their best pitcher, but Boston's offense is is hitting on all cylinders right now and Trout might not be in the lineup. The lineup they ran out there yesterday was Otani and basically uh, not much beyond that. So if it reaches 15 games this losing streak i think nick pavetta plays a big part in that and continuing his hot streak as he has been on fire his last six starts at the 1.32 era in five wins in those six outings so that's kind of the big game on the diamond tonight meanwhile yes futures week continues aaron on yep. uh, daily wager uh, we've been giving you nfl futures throughout the week it's been a lot of fun some really great um, you know post production content there um, that we voiced and then given you um, some plays and whatnot. Today, the focus on daily wages is going to kind of be the awards market. Of course, MVP mm-hmm. being the vig- biggest or I guess you can rename the MVP most uh, valuable quarterback in the NFL because it's seemingly the only type of player who can win it. Um, so <laughs> we'll touch on that with uh, Doug and Joe. But quick, quickly, anything in the awards market, whether it's MVP or something else that you think is worth mentioning to our viewers or our listeners, I should say, this uh, afternoon?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think one that stands out is Josh Allen, twin MVP. And if stands stand out, yes, I understand he's the favorite to win it. But I really do think he has all the versatile skills to be able to win it. I think Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be able to do as much as he was in the past, just considering he no longer has his wingman and Adams. And I think Tampa Bay eventually is going to take a hit with some of the players that aren't on the team anymore. So that knocks some of the top players out right there. But I just think this is the year for the Bills. And I think our producer, Eddie, will love me saying that. But (laughs) I do think Josh Allen MVP is worth a little bit of a sprinkle. Yeah, I mean,
0: Allen's the favorite to me for good reason. I think the Bills have the best roster in the NFL. I think they're the best team on paper in the NFL, and Allen can do it all, not just pass, but he can run. Um, He's kind of the running back in the red zone. Uh, So I I And and I think you make a good point about someone like Brady and someone like Rogers. Rogers is not going to win a first straight MVP. That's just not going to happen, especially since the media is kind of growing tired of uh, some of the things he is doing and saying off the field, and I think Brady um, obviously can be great, but going to Be a little bit harder with some of the weapons that he's missing this year. Chris Guy recovering from ACL, no Antonio Brown. Um, Todd Bowles has said they want to run the football a little bit more for what that's worth. Um, But I do think there is um, some value in whichever quarterback Mm -hmm. wins the AFC West. This is the hardest division in the NFL. Everyone is basically universally accepted that. Maybe the best division um, top to bottom we've seen in the history of the NFL. So to me, whichever quarterback you handicap, Winning the AFC West and having one of the best records in the AFC, that to me is the best value as far as NFL MVP. If you think it's going to be the Chiefs, put your money on Mahomes. If you think it's going to be the Broncos, put your money on Russell Wilson. If you think it's going to be the Raiders, put your money on Derek Carr. I happen to think the Chargers are going to win the AFC West. That's why I'm putting my money on Justin Herbert. Last year, he was second in the NFL in pass yards behind only Brady. They were the only two in the NFL to go over 5,000 yards. He was third in the NFL behind Brady and Matt Stafford in touchdown passes. We know what he can do with his legs. He's also athletic. I expect the Chargers to win that division, and I expect that to be because Justin Herbert plays at an MVP level. If he's not, they're certainly not going to do that. But Herbert has gotten better each year uh, in the NFL, surpassed expectation as a rookie, was great as a second-year player, so I like him at 12-1 to be the league MVP. All right, that'll do it for today's Daily Wager podcast. Again, we're back on normal time, 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific on ESPN2, Daily Wager, full cast of characters on today's show, so it should be a lot of fun. Catch us there and make sure uh, you rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your favorite podcast. this Daily Wager podcast. We appreciate that greatly. Good luck this evening, and we'll see you back here tomorrow on the Daily Wager podcast.